Hello, everyone. Welcome to A Step Ahead. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our fifth episode. So this is a podcast where you can gain some really valuable insight about your future career from industry experts. And in today's world, social media is is obviously an integral part of all our lives. Uh, it has an impact which can be hard to describe in words. And LinkedIn is one example of a platform which is used for professional purposes for many and it's a platform that connects us with some of the brightest minds and it would be hard to deny that it's an incredibly powerful and versatile tool in the professional world today what we are interested in is to understand how linkedin's business strategy is crafted so to help us understand that further we're really excited to welcome rand nadaf to our episode today who is a senior strategic consultant at linkedin in the middle east and north africa So prior to this she has graduated from the American University of Sharjah with a bachelor of science in marketing and finance and has also completed numerous internships at companies like Landmark, Apparel Group and Emar. So hello Ran, how are you? Hi Hada, thank you so much for the introduction and hi Muhammad as well. Uh I'm very well. How about you guys? How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Alhamdulillah, we're doing fine. Thanks for asking. All right. So let me just uh, quickly introduce myself. So my name is Rand. I graduated from AUS with a major in marketing and a minor in finance back in 2021. And after that, I chose to take the sales path in my career, the corporate sales path. and um now i work at linkedin i'm very grateful for it and what i'm also most grateful about is my university experience at aus that's really wonderful thank you for introducing yourself and we're really excited to be talking to you today and delving deeper into your university experience and your job experiences etc so we're going to be starting off with your university experience so could you describe that for us and some of the things that you were involved in perhaps how your university degree and your extracurricular experiences prepared you for your role at linkedin or just a professional career in general okay so to start off i was mainly involved in two main things back in university one is my actual degree and the other one is the arabic music ensemble uh, which is the arabic music choir uh, slash band in university i was not really involved in uh, other clubs or any sports um, at all which i kind of regret and i would definitely tell anybody that is now still in university to do that to get involved in sports clubs and cultural clubs as well um but from my personal experience those two things have massively taught me how to manage my time and how to talk to people and how to work under pressure and nowadays i have a life that requires a lot of work life balance because other than my job at linkedin i do have a music career and aus has helped me find that and shape that as well but the main part of my life right now is the work life balance and how to balance both things which i used to do at aus so i think it's was it time management and work under pressure those are the the main takeaways from uh, extracurricular activities or my AUS university experience in general 
Thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's wonderful. And it just goes to show that as much as university is about the courses and the grades, it's also just about the extracurriculars that you're involved in. And we at AUS specifically have the opportunity to get involved in a lot of our interests. And it's really wonderful to hear that you were able to do that and that shaped who you are. So that's great. Coming to, you know, your job at LinkedIn and getting your job at LinkedIn. Uh, so you obviously you have landed multiple internships prior to this. Uh, but let's start off with understanding what the recruitment process was at LinkedIn, how you prepared for it, and what, in your opinion, made your profile and work stand out from other candidates? Okay, so I think that it was mostly a mindset that I had. So the mindset that I still have and I am always going to have is that each of the big companies, of course, they're very, very good to get into. And um, it's a very exciting opportunity, especially early on in your career. But whenever you're applying for a certain job for any company at all, you should have the mindset where it's like, I'm good enough. And this company needs my skills and uh, just believing in that and trying to build your profile based on that fact or that belief in your head really, really draws them in. I think that obviously the other thing that I used to do is to apply in bulk to different jobs and different uh, internships back in university. So I'm talking about the internships now and not my current job, but back in university when uh, when I wanted an internship, I think I used to just apply to a list of companies that I wanted to get into and just keep following up. And uh, yeah, the higher they reach, the higher the chances, right, of you getting a response back. So I think that that method is very, very effective for you to get to get responses from the companies that you want, but also the mindset that you have is very, very important in a sense where People get shaken up a lot of times when they hear a name of a big company, but in reality, you're a good talent for them and they need you because you have those skills and you've entered a really good university. And the recruitment process as well, you asked me about it at LinkedIn, it was mainly three to four interviews. Um, And I think that, again, I just had that vibe that... I'm just relaxed. I was relaxed during the interviews and I was like super, super sure that um, I'm going to be good enough for this role and that I have the skills for it. And it showed off. It really showed off in all of the interviews I've ever done in my life. That's why I ended up landing uh, those, those opportunities. Those are some great points. And I think the point where you mentioned about having that winning attitude and mindset is very important. Because the way you perceive yourself brings a lot of change to the outcome, obviously. Your way of thinking is, obviously, you want to get in, but they want you also. That's important to understand. Uh, And the fact that they're interviewing you is because they see something unique and they see a potential in you. Absolutely. And uh, also, like, one colleague once uh, told me something that I will always remember, which is that he used to work at a recruitment agency. And he told me that, when we're interviewing a candidate, the candidate is always nervous and thinking whether the interviewee is going to think I'm good or like me, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, the recruiter wishes every time they interview a candidate that this is the right candidate for them just because they want to stop interviewing people and take the candidate and fill the position. So they're not trying 
those recruiters or people that interview you, they're not trying to intimidate you in any way. Rather, they're, they're always deep down. They're trying to actually convince themselves that you're the good candidate and they shouldn't go through the hundred other candidates that are right after you and go through all of the interview questions, process, etc. Um, so yeah, it's, it's always good to remember that, that they, they also want you to do well on the interview. Agreed. And for our listeners out there, I was actually running a recruitment startup myself. I used to place uh, interns in entry-level positions for startups and SMEs. And like Rand mentioned that, yes, you're always looking for, you're like, before you get into that, before you start that call, you're like, I hope that this is the guy I want. That's an attitude which a recruiter has. So I can, I can uh, agree to what you've said. I think that's some wonderful advice and just keeping that as you said mindset just really thinking about the fact that this person wants to hire me so in that way you're really putting your best foot forward and you're presenting yourself in the best way I think that that's some really great advice for our listeners and mindset is just so important let's move on to the next question so could you describe a day in your life for us at LinkedIn as a senior strategic consultant? So maybe looking at your primary responsibilities and which department your role would come under. We'd just be really interested to hear about that and specifically for anyone wanting to go into a similar field. Of course. So let me just explain what my title means. The role I am in is a sales development role. Now, the reason why it is called um, strategic consultant or strategic advisors is because we talk to companies every day that have a certain need uh, when it comes to hiring. So the department I work in is Talent Solutions. So out of three departments at LinkedIn, we have Sales Solutions, we have Marketing Solutions, and the Talent Solutions. And I work specifically in the Talent Solutions department, which basically provides uh, solutions for hiring, learning, development for companies. So we talk to those companies, um, new business uh, companies, or sometimes existing clients of ours, and try and understand what else do they need in terms of this area of their business. And we seek out those opportunities. We quickly identify them and we kind of take a strategy or we kind of take like an approach where we advise them on what the best next steps or what the best solution would be. So it is kind of a sales role. At the same time, it involves talking to a lot of people. So my typical day would be just being on the phone all day, um, taking calls, taking requests from companies that are interested in our uh, business solutions or talent solutions. And I also work closely or side by side with an internal team of account executives, account directors, and customer success as well to try and develop like the best strategy to approach those clients and how to talk to them and how to draw revenue to the business as well because LinkedIn a big part of its um, business is those solutions that that they provide to businesses and that a lot of people are maybe unaware of so yeah that is what I do in a nutshell. No that's great that's really really interesting just to hear specifically about when looking at your role as a senior strategic consultant it revolves around people and I would say that Just in general, your consumers are the most fundamental and the most integral part 
of any company and just the fact that you are able to cater to their needs is what really drives the company forward. Definitely. And, you know, understanding how to talk to people. And I want to relate this to something I've learned back in AUS is that you need to basically sell people by being human. You need to really know what each type of person likes to hear and how to talk to each person. And I relate that back to my university experience, whether it be with my social life or with the way I used to deal with with professors, for example, or groups that I had in university. You kind of need to be socially aware of how everybody likes to communicate. For example, some professors uh, back in AUS, they used to like uh, things done in a certain way. And you knowing that is cracking the code to doing well in that course and not studying for every single course the same way. So rather just know what each professor's preferences are in terms of, you know, everything, communication, the way the assignment is done, all of those things. And same thing with my job today is that I use that to manage internal relationships, whether it be in the company or even with clients that I talk to every day. So that's a very strategic approach, Uh, obviously, knowing how to deal with people, uh, different kinds of people, knowing how to cater to different kinds of needs. And obviously, we humans are emotional beings. So every one of us thinks different. Every one of us reacts different. So just understanding how, uh, speaking about university, how each professor expects you to perform in the class and what are his expectations, just understanding that is obviously going to make life a lot easier for you and a lot easier for them because you're giving them what they want and you're getting what you want and you're also working smart not necessarily hard right that's something that saves you a lot of time to focus on the things that are going to get you there rather than just dwell on each and everything for example like let's say you have five different courses that you need to manage right now and you think that you need to put a certain amount of hours for each course but that's really not the case that's um, not how it works That's a really important point that we talked about as well, that soft skill of communication. I think that university gives us a really great opportunity to build that and just interacting with people from different backgrounds, different mindsets, different cultures, and also just something as simple as office hours. I would say that Personally, I like to spend a lot of time in office hours just talking to my professors, talking to different professors and trying to just build those skills because at the end of the day, talking to people who are more experienced than you is really, really going to help. And then you can take those skills and apply them in your career. 100%. And I think that showing interest is really important as well because the moment you show interest, and this is something I've noticed as well from my experience, people are more willing to help you and they would want you to develop. So that's the same case with the professors, a same case with managing a relationship at work. I think this point which you mentioned about showing interest is really important because for professors, it's just a group of students. But for us, it's one interaction of that semester with the professor. And if you really like the professor or you really like something about him or something that he's working on, just generally, maybe you like the way he teaches, it's your responsibility as a student to go and tell it to him or show it to him you know, during your time in class. Because a professor has to deal with a lot of students, but if you show him that you like the way he teaches or you like the things he's doing, he would be more inclined to help you out and just not help you out, but you'll build a much better relationship with him. I can recall from my university experience that I had a very great professor. 
Her name is Rania, and she used to teach a marketing course, and she still does, but I'm not, I'm not sure which, which courses she's focused on now. And uh, I think that back in university, uh, it was COVID when I was uh, taking a course with her. So it was all online, but nevertheless, like we had a great relationship and we used to always like talk on, on Zoom about the assignments, go to her in office hours, all of those things. And I still remember her till this day. And every time I want to deal with somebody, even at work, um, that I really look up to and respect and I want to learn from them. I remember the kind of relationship that we had. She was very inspirational. She was very well respected. She had a lot of knowledge and information. And, you know, I, I always used to look up to her. And same thing with my mentor today at work. He's, he's a great colleague and he's always willing to help. And he's super good at what he does. So I'm always like sitting with him, willing to learn and all of those things. Uh, and yeah. Uh, that's that's really lovely and can you tell us about the work culture how are the people over there what are the growth opportunities like and how is the company generally in terms of the opportunities they provide uh starting a career at linkedin is one of the greatest things that have happened because i think that it's like i'm i'm still starting a career in sales right um the role that I am in is a role that requires around, let's say, 12 months of experience in sales as well, 12 to two years of experience. And it is an amazing start to my career because it teaches me how the whole business kind of works and how the whole sales cycle is done. You get a holistic overview on, you know, every part of the business and which role do you want to be in next. So there are a lot of opportunities for growth, a lot of different roles to jump into. And even now, like I got promoted after only around seven or eight months in the company already. So it is a company that shows you a lot of appreciation back. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing culture, amazing people. Everyone is so helpful and everyone is just willing to tell you all about their roles and allow you to shadow them as well to see how they are in action. So I think, yeah, it's um, in terms of growth, it's it's one of the best companies to be at at the moment. I think that's a very impressive work culture. And obviously the work culture uh, flows from the top. So the kind of management that's at the top and the appreciation they show towards the work that's going in at every level is, is really interesting to hear and obviously something that would want someone to stay with them for long yeah absolutely absolutely agreed at linkedin i have a sense of belonging i feel like there's a whole community there we do outings regularly with the team and with the whole company here in with the whole office here in dubai and it just feels like you're really taken care of you know um from all aspects Again, culture is very, very great. You feel like everyone is actually willing to help and not because they have to, but because they want to. I think that makes me feel like I want to give back. I want to, to, to do very, very well. I'm motivated to always excel and do better. The culture definitely helps with, with performance and uh, staying on a long-term basis in the company. I think that's really important just because the corporate life can get so unbelievably stressful and having an environment that is nurturing 
is just the most amazing thing because then it makes you want to be there and it also is not compromising your mental health as well and in the corporate world that is really i would say almost necessary for someone to be happy and feel fulfilled in their work so it's really great that you are able to benefit from an amazing work culture that fosters your personal growth and keeps you feeling satisfied and motivated it is actually really impressive that you've not only secured this role at linkedin but you've also prepared for that through a lot of internships at other really big companies. So for our listeners who might be interested in similar disciplines or industries and who might want to work at either LinkedIn or any of the companies that you have done internships with, um, how would you say that you tried to stand out in the recruitment process or how did you try to make your profile stand out from others? First of all, you need to be specific with what you want. I think that a lot of people just want to get any role in any good company. And, you know, a good company could have a lot of different meanings to to different people. But at the same time, they're not really specific on what they want. Where do you want to work in which industry and what role? It's okay to choose something that you're not going to stick with forever. Because, for example, back in university, when I did my internships, they were mostly in marketing. And they had a sales aspect to them. But I I really thought that I wanted to work in marketing because I was studying marketing. And I was really, really just hung up on the fact that I want something that has to do with consumer behavior with Professor Rania to work, to work in. And, um, you know, I started thinking about agencies and all those things. But just being really specific helped. And writing, for example, in my LinkedIn profile and in my uh, resume back at the time. So marketing specialist, for example, um, or writing those really specific keywords that social media uh, intern, or for example, if you have zero experience, like let's say you've never done an internship in your life, you write things in your CV that stand out like keywords, like for example, if you want to get into social media and marketing, you write, I manage social media for uh, the Syrian club. I was a part of the music Arabic ensemble and I used to organize it. And uh, for example, get everybody together and do all these, these things. So I think that using the right wording or the right keywords to put them in your profile of things you've actually done, the, th- the way you represent them makes the biggest difference. And those keywords, you have no idea how much automation has to do with that. So sometimes the system that you apply through or whatever, it's going to pick up some keywords that you have. You're going to have a bigger chance to get into the roles that you want. But yeah, I think the biggest step here is being specific on what you want and applying in bulk, just applying to everywhere and then in the end someone will reach out to you that's honestly very interesting because i know that you were doing a marketing degree and you were very very fixated on the fact that i want to go into marketing but then just keeping those options open and being willing to branch out is what ended in you having this career right now as a senior strategic consultant so i think that sends a really important message to everyone listening it's that you should be open to a lot of different opportunities even just a specific field that you're studying it's not just 
about one thing like fields are very very complicated and they're very complex so even marketing for example there's a lot of different domains and different things that you can get involved in within marketing itself so it's about being open and just really prioritizing figuring out what you want to do where you want to apply and that i think that's some really wonderful advice i just like to echo what hada said that and what ran said that keeping your mind open to taking new challenges and as far as you think that an industry or a field could be limited to something when you actually enter enter into the job market and you see the kind of job opportunities that are available you will understand that this is so much more than what you studied in that one course and also you mentioned about having those keywords in in your cv and that's a very important point because almost everything related to recruitment in its initial stages now as far as my knowledge is is being done by systems if you don't have those keywords in your chances of getting to that first stage of the recruitment process is already out so just Indeed. having that word of social media which the company is looking for and it's not like you're putting it as in you're just putting it out of nowhere you've done something but it's important you put it there because that's that's what will catch and that that's what will actually make your cv stand out it's the fact that a lot of ai is actually looking at these cvs so cvs aren't actually shortlisted by people anymore especially in really large companies they're actually shortlisted by ai and they look for these keywords exactly so so now coming to ai which is obviously the big thing now and considering the kind of impact it's already had uh in this very short time and how do you feel ai will affect the sales field and the marketing field how is it affecting it right now and how do you think it it will affect it in the future okay well i think that ai is definitely competing with the products that we have to sell more than our jobs this applies to everywhere because in sales in general people sell to people and you cannot ever replace someone trying to do a sales pitch with an ai you can but it's not going to be as effective right and i think ai might be competing with whatever systems uh maybe you can use ai to uh to to develop whatever products you sell but at the same time you cannot replace people that sell those things with ai right um so i don't think it's anytime soon i don't think it's going to be a threat just like a lot of people think it is but if we're talking about ai from a perspective where um it's helpful to me as someone that manages a lot of tasks at the same time uh tries to fit 100 things in my schedule and doing a lot of admin work notes reports research i think ai is very much helpful with those things for the listeners who listen to our previous episodes this was something that came up also that it will obviously help with a lot of admin work a lot of things which now require our time would be made much shorter so we wouldn't have to invest as much time as we do now and also the point you mentioned about sales pitch we have those ai chatbots and tools available but it's it's not the same interaction that we have compared no. to speaking to someone it's it's not so i think that's a very interesting point which you mentioned that it's it will come in slowly uh, not to replace but to assist and to further enhance the quality of the job 
And just to wrap up this really amazing episode, we would love if you could maybe share a quote or an experience that just represents you or your professional journey or anything that really resonates with you. Sure. So I actually might have two quotes because they've always stuck with me since the beginning of time. One quote is, the fun is in the creation and not the validation. And it means that you should be paying attention to the journey more than you are paying attention to the end goal. And this has helped me through my darkest times and the hardest times. It's always really, really about the journey. You don't want the final destination to take credit. You don't want that final validation to take credit for all the hard work that you're putting every single day. You're going to show up for things that you don't want to show up for. And, you, you know, sometimes you feel tired. Sometimes you're not sleeping well because you want to achieve something all of those things combined make the final destination or the validation but it's really not all about that it's about those little things or the journey itself as cliche as this might sound but really enjoying the journey enjoying the way to something is gonna make you much much more successful than just enjoying the moment where you get this thing or you achieve this thing Now, the other quote is kind of related to it, but it says every day counts. It's pretty self-explanatory, but it also kind of means to me that there's no time to waste. Every minute counts. Every day counts. Of course, it's important to rest, you know, let loose here and there sometimes. But at the same time, everything that you do in every day counts. And that means that if you add a 1% or a 2% improvement to anything that you do every day, Um, It could be from the smallest, simplest thing um, to the two-hour language class that you want to attend to every day. It does count. So um, it piles up, it counts, and then in the end, it's going to be worth it. So yeah, I think those are the two quotes that I live by. I don't think they were cliche at all. I think they were honestly really impactful and a really wonderful way for us to end the episode. So thank you so much, Rand, for taking the time out to come on to A Step Ahead today and share your experiences with us. They have been so incredibly helpful. And I think that I know that I have learned so much and I know that our listeners are really going to learn a lot as well. Well, that's amazing. I'm so glad that it was useful and I hope that listeners actually enjoy um, to it. So um, thank you guys so much and um, hope you have a great, lovely weekend ahead. Thank you so much, Ron, for joining us today. And just to reiterate, your quotes were, were really inspiring because it's the journey that matters. Everybody, I feel everybody's really fixated on the results. Like, I want this, but... Well, we need to appreciate the process of getting there because it's that process that counts. If you weren't doing that, you wouldn't be there. So enjoy that tough work because that's that's the thing that, that gets you what you want. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you so much for joining us. It was, it was really interesting to hear about your professional experiences at all the companies you worked at. And uh, we hope our listeners also learned something and took away some great learnings. So once again, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, everyone. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye.